0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest CTSS quiz. This is the October 2013 edition. We have 10 excellent cases for you, and I hope you enjoyed them and thought about them. And let's take a look. This is an interesting case. I've showed you a oblique view of the wrist as well as a 3D image, and I asked you which bone is fractured. And again, we have a very nice app on CTSS looking at the bones of the wrist. There's a new app coming on the App Store that we're doing, and I gave you four choices, and this is the trichotron. What's interesting about this case is the plane film was negative. There's many good articles that make the point that about 30% of carpal bone fractures are missed initially on plane films. This is a great case, and this case taught me a lot. If you look at the patient, this was for ischemic bowel, but if you look at the patient's left colon, you'll see what looks like high density, which looks like contrast material. Well, we didn't give the patient oral contrast. What I'm showing here are images from arterial and venous phase imaging, so they're 30 seconds apart, and you can see how much more contrast there is on the second image, and that's just what happens when you have active bleeding. Uh, I've seen a few cases now where people just assume this is contrast PO contrast that was given and don't make the call. It's a beautiful example. This was CT angiography is wonderful. I just had another case this weekend that we initially almost read as negative. So it's not, you know, yes, you can have sometimes dense material from oral contrast that was given previously. But a good rule is if something changes between arterial and venous phase imaging, you know it's going to be bleeding. Just a very, very nice study. This is a nice case, I'm showing you a case with extensive nodes in the pretracheal zone on the right and large subcarinal nodes and hyalur nodes and I asked you what the least likely diagnosis is and in fact this case was metastatic renal cell carcinoma, the most common cause of large nodes in the metastinum that's extra thoracic would be metastatic disease and renal cell is the number one cause. This could be lung cancer. This could be lymphoma, good distribution. It's probably not sarcoid. The distribution is not that good for sarcoidosis. The nodes are necrotic, and I would say, based on the size of the nodes and distribution, that is indeed the least likely diagnosis. This is a very nice case. You see a mass in the right kidney. It's very vascular, and so really, my first two thoughts are renal cell carcinoma being clear cell type, or is an oncocytoma. In fact, this ended up being an oncocytoma, a very nice example. Could this be a papillary cell cancer? The answer is potentially, or in theory, but it's way too vascular, so it's not going to be that. And That's with a 98% accuracy, and so the least likely diagnosis in this case would be a uh, renal cell papillary cell type. Now, I have seen metastatic island cell tumors that go to kidney, adrenal, wherever they go, they're very vascular, so that would indeed be a possibility. This is a very nice case. Um, when you're looking in this patient with abdominal pain, you look at the region of the gallbladder and you see the gallbladder, but it's very hard to identify because the wall is very, very thickened. There's nodes in the porta hepatis. And this is a classic appearance of gallbladder cancer. It's more common in older patients. We are picking up a lot more gallbladder cancer these days. Sometimes it's a polypoid mass. Sometimes there's direct invasion into the liver. And in fact, in this patient, I believe, we're seeing very early direct invasion. This is not the appearance of acute cholecystitis. There's no inflammation around, and the wall is too thick. There's no air, so it's obviously not emphyseminous cholecystitis. And TB would indeed be exceedingly rare. This patient had a TAVR. That's the studies where you percutaneously will put in an aortic valve. And so really you have to be doing a very nice cutdown. And you can see in this case, I asked you what the complication is. The first thing you see is a large bleed in the pelvis that's pushing the bladder over to the left. Then when you look carefully, particularly well seen on the CTA, there's a pseudoaneurysm of the right femoral artery. So in this case, the patient had a complication of the angiogram of a pseudoaneurysm with subsequent bleed. So number B is indeed the best diagnosis. Very very nice example and it is one of the complications we are seeing. This patient had a headache. And the question is, what is going on? Very nice CT angiogram, and you can see a 7-millimeter pseudoaneurysm. This patient was an IV drug abuser. This patient had endocarditis. It's middle cerebral artery. Very, very nice example. It's not a dissection. It's not spasm. And CTA has been shown to be as accurate as angiography in detecting even the smallest of these pseudoaneurysms. This patient uh, is a 20-year-old male and had chest pain. And you can see there's a large mass which really seems to be in the upper lung. And you can see it's very hot on PET. You'll notice that the mass appears to involve the chest wall. You can think of all sorts of processes. You can think of lung cancer. That's pretty rare in a 20-year-old. You can think of lymphoma. It doesn't quite look like lymphoma. It's not an anterior metastinal mass like thymoma or teratoma. Uh, It's not something from trauma. So this is a chondrosarcoma of the right chest wall. Just a very, very nice example. Uh, very impressive, uh, there's some early rib destruction and uh, it's one of the unusual tumors that can very much present just like it's a, a mass arising in the lung primary. So very nice study. The least likely diagnosis in this case. Well, what am I looking at? There's a large mass involving the perirenal space of the right kidney. When I see that, I'm thinking about Melanoma, I'm thinking about lymphoma. There's also a large mass in the pelvis. So what gives you multiple soft tissue masses, in this case, very large? It can't be metastatic disease. You can't get metastasis to the pelvis, to bowel, to the perirenal space. Melanoma is the classic one. In fact, this case is indeed melanoma. Lymphoma can present very similarly. The least likely would be breast cancer. I've seen breast cancer metastasize the kidney. I've seen it metastasize the bowel, but never these large masses in the perirenal space or these large masses typically in the pelvis. And if they do have it, they surely have extensive ascites as well. What about this case? Here you see a distended gallbladder with thickened wall, increased enhancement, and fluid around the gallbladder. You also see perfusion changes in the kidney. That's a very, very classic appearance of acute cholecystitis. Now, could this be gallbladder cancer? We talk about liver involvement in gallbladder cancer, but this is not invasion. These are perfusion changes, and the gallbladder wall, its distension is really classic for acute cholecystitis. Again, it's not emphyseminous colcistitis because um, there's no air in the wall and it's not going to be TB. So that's acute colcistitis, a very nice example. Well, that's 10 outstanding cases. I hope you enjoyed all the cases, and um, hopefully you learned something really new. And with that, I'll stop there, and we'll see you next month. Thanks a lot.